Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests bring you leading-edge astrology conversations through a journey of soul growth patterns connecting astrology's energetic cycles. Get ready to understand your path in the cosmic roots of the stars. Hello, Suros Minahan, Talk Cosmos, and today is a very special day. It is summer solstice, June 20th. Every year, the sun returns six months one way, and now it's at the most northern point, zero degrees cancer on this day, globally. It has to do with the directions, and for it's a great return, and then it'll go with the winter solstice at zero degrees, Capricorn. So there's various themes we could call for this energy and we're also of course with moonbeam team which will be very soon uh, joining me thankfully is that we have the full moon and the new moon and the full moon is always the opposite sign which will be capricorn and we can look at this as parental roles really the new moon in its own uh, of cancer which will be in july and we get a retake every year to kind of recenter about our parental uh, experiences, whether we are one or whether obviously we all had some parental uh, roles in our lives, whether they were direct or indirect. Not all of us had perfect lives, but yet we had in some form this adaptation to what we were ruled by. What is the authority? What nurtures us? And so essentially it comes back to what is home what feels like home for us. And the home in its element is really changing around the globe. So with that said, we are now ready for the Moonbeam team. Relating to the sun and moon's energies, including the planets and the entire cosmos for the month's systematic two-week intervals of the new moon and full moon, plus the annual four to five eclipses, this is your Moonbeam team. I'm Sue Rose Minahan, host of Talk Cosmos, an evolutionary astrologer and consultant, plus a certified color energy coach. I explore creative expression as an artist, a musician, and write abundantly, stories to poetry. I love investigating mythology's language, philosophizing eternity, and I'm a perpetual student of life, seeing oneness of body, spirit of people, animals, and nature. I'm Elizabeth Liz Machette, Certified Astrologer, Sacred Healing Counselor, Taroist and Numerologist, providing individual consultations, teaching and tutoring internationally, co-author of Gateways to Change, Keys to Navigating the Seas of Life, currently facilitating workshops in Camino Island, Washington. I'm Catherine Metcalf, Professional Astrologer, Intuitive and Tarot Card Reader. I am very blessed to live my passion by offering individual consultations and teaching classes at a local college and online. I love to talk and write about the planetary dances and how we fit into it. I have been lucky enough to be featured on NBC, Cosmopolitan Magazine, and Huffington Post. My goal is to educate, enlighten, and empower you. And I'm Sarah Stromley, 
a craniosacral therapist and founder of Brain Body Therapy in Kirkland, Washington. I'm an evolutionary astrologer that incorporates different forms of horary, location mapping, and medical astrology into my practice. I enjoy uncovering flower and mineral frequencies that also support the mind-body coherence that aid in the healing journey. And as Albert Einstein said, energy is never destroyed. Energy only changes. And you know, when I hear that, I'm so glad to hear it because about energy always just rebooting itself. You know, it is that consistency between the cardinal of action to the fixed of like um, uh, homeostasis or stasis, whatever it is, and, or, and then mutability. And we seem to be in a huge world of mutability these days, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm learning, of course, the nodes, the nodes are there and as I had just said to my crew here um, that is joining me, that I trust that we'll learn the best of the mutable, meaning we go through the shadow of each of these archetypal energies to get to its real efficient usage. Because it's great to have a lot of options, but holy criminy, <laughs> it's a lot. So as I speak, we're talking about the solstice first, and it was June today. And here in Kalua Kona, it is going to be in the evening at 532, meaning that it was it'll be about midnight back east and about 830 there on the west coast. And interestingly, if we look at that from the standpoint, you know, today Jupiter went uh stationary. Right. Well, yeah. stationary. It's gonna go uh yes, tomorrow. Um, uh, retrograde as of, I think it's, I, I kept trying to figure out, some say the 20th, but I think I think it'll be tomorrow. Is Sarah, is that what you're saying? Because it went stationary. Anyway, okay, if you didn't, because I was checking and checking and now with all these things. But anyway, it is retrograde within hours or half a day or something like that in Pisces, which is so significant. And it really is this theme also in Pisces, but where the compassion, from what I've understood, goes uh, inward. So, okay, pardon me, I didn't mean to draw attention to that. It was just that I thought when you said today, it was stationary that you had, anyway. So let's see, I am trying to share that chart. I think what you just said, though, about the Jupiter going retrograde and having compassion for ourselves Yes, going inwards, right? It's yes. all related to this grand water trine that we have with the moon in Scorpio, the sun in Cancer, and Jupiter in Pisces. Perfect. Yes, it is. Yeah. Because so, I, mm -hmm. I just checked. It's it's retrograde um, officially on um, thir next Thursday, the first of July. So, oh, oh, well, but it's stationary. Uh, no, so. uh, well, yes, but I think, oh boy, I'm sorry, I, I brought in a kettle of worms here or something <laughs> because I did check and I think it's because so many other I've been listening to some other astrologers, it will be then, but I think it's stationary now and it's, yeah, well, anyway, but it is mm -hmm. also, I believe, um, 
well, let's find this out. This is always what people do, don't they? They kind of, that's why we're astrologers. We sit here and we debate and we try to figure things out. But according to the ephemeris of uh, the one that I've got my little book on, I bet you, well, whatever. Doesn't want to tell me. Gosh, okay. Well, in my ephemeris, it says six twenty at eleven oh six a.m. Yeah, it Pacific does say daylight time. Okay. Yeah, right. just to know that today. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we're settled. Well, that's what retrograde is. Is we or is we not? <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It just stays at two degrees until until Saturday the first. So. Um, oh yeah, exactly. It is a mm-hmm. long time, and that's a good point too. It's a slow-moving planet. So. Yeah, and just like the sun, getting back to the solstice, that's a good mm-hmm. feedback exactly into this factor. Is that soul means sun, and dis means stop. So the sun, when it's uh, we've achieved our northern point, and we sit here ready to start taking all that empowerment going towards the next solstice. So yes, we have Jupiter nearly retrograde in stationary, meaning it's a real strong point in that thick, in that uh, water grand trine between Pisces of our spirit uh, and, and the moon in that deep investigative Scorpio, you know, so mm-hmm. we're really repondering what it is to be in those waters of cancer, uh, it's a moment to reflect really of, 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 of what home is of, you know, of cancer of, of what home is. And I had a thought here. Did somebody have something they wanted to say though, before I go into this idea about home? Yes. On this solstice, the moon, Sun moon phase is first quarter and a trine. So it's adjustments, but it's with cooperation since it's in a trine also. Well, that's heartening. That means we have some support, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Because, yeah. you know, oh, I know too, because the stories, the moon is our stories. And here, I'll stop sharing this for a moment so I we can see everybody. But with, um, you know, emotions and cancer, it's everything about our our stories, our personal stories, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, and lots of emotion. We're all going to be feeling intense emotions, I think. You know, our, our emotions are going to be on the surface. So, yeah. yeah. But it, it does come back to we've got to find what nurtures us, right, with the sun and cancer. And we need to do more of that. Yes. Yeah. And and those areas, I was thinking when we were children, if they weren't recognized, it's so important for us to nurture it ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. Sarah, go ahead. I can oh, hear you. The sun, <laughs> yeah, the sun is trine Jupiter, which I, I thought that's, you know, probably why we were making Jupiter so significant a yes, little bit ago. Yes. And so, um, and Jupiter, when it's in a, that stationary phase it's i mean it's so you know its intensity is boosted and um so it just helps us to feel uh, that that trine aspect and and the fact that it's more amplified 
the fact that it's also in in its rulership of of Pisces, um, it it just really helps us to feel bigger and more um, more vital than we normally feel. So, and that's kind of that sets the theme for this season as well. So. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Those are both expansive. No boundaries with Pisces and expanding Jupiter. And so that emotional waters were in. And in fact, science just declared we had a fifth ocean. I mean, we have the North and South yeah. Atlantic. We have the Pacific. We have the Indian. And now we have the Antarctica. It's like, it's um, it, when we look at the water element in life, this emotional element in this different significations it's amazing and and thinking of what are we aligned with you know in that chart there's a lot more but it's if we're um how we align our stories to what how we perceive that story how we reflect because with all these retrograde planets right now it's rethinking whether it's mercury jupiter right on the cusp um neptune pluto and saturn saturn yeah. yeah, Uranus is the only one that's holding out, which it does, which is saying, hey, you guys, let's get on board, be the true self. It, it's like we we have a chance to reflect on the stories that we held dear. We always have this every year at this time to go, hey, I'm going to reshift them and re-see it in a light with all my new experiences and therefore it can propel a whole new angle into our direction into our new life that we want to create you know and half the planets are in water signs of sun out to pluto of the 10 so half are in water and jupiter is that vibrations big and the moon's in scorpio so you know really getting in touch with our deep feelings and emotions and creating a new story um, a friend uh, was called back to work and her three associates and the three quit and she's going back to work because they called them to come back in the office and the other three decided they don't want to work in an office anymore. So it's making a new story for ourselves. It, it, I just saw that on the news today too, how there's, there's thousands of people who are not wanting to go back to work. So I think this time that we've had with COVID um, has really allowed everybody to take time and, and think about what is truly important to them. Yeah. So people that got to work from home are like, I like working in my PJs. Yeah. It's that, it's that tension square that we're having all year between the new and the old. I mean, thinking of Saturn and Uranus and Uranus is with Ceres. I mean, Saturn of structure, Uranus of the new, let's break the system. Let's get to the authentic real deal. And it's with that nurture, the grief person. And I'm saying this so quickly, just as a recap to focus us and our audience, you know, of Ceres. And so, yes, it's been uh, rebooting it. And, you know, these Greek mythologies, I just, there's a uh, an online, the conversation it's called. And it brought up the fact that the, of Homer, who does, the, uh, writes the Iliad and the Odyssey, the great mythological uh, story epics that so much mm -hmm. is derived from. And it, it is about home that in really fast, great takeaways that home is a place where we feel our identity is 
from our beginning that let's say in times of trauma and war, it separates us and changes our perspective of who we are and what we've done in our experiences of, of existentialism. You could say, you know, when you go to war, obviously it's not just to pat people on the back and, or any other terrible experience where your whole dignity has been revoked, you might say, which many people are reliving historical repurposing the truth of of like june juneteenth yesterday yeah you know it's a great celebration of true emancipation that will change all of us thankfully into a greater uh awareness of of ourself and and each other regardless of where we're at in the spectrum of humanity so but so there's that and there's also the war you know all the wars We've had certainly a great many. There's still people from World War II, Vietnam, Korea, Afghanistan, you know, goes on and on, um, desert, storm, etc. So, and it, okay, stopping that, realizing who am I? And this idea that, because uh, it's getting back to the home, the idea of our identity, that if we can retell the stories of what we were, and have them validated, we regain that sense of self. But in doing self also, it kind of reflects into that, incorporates that new part of us, which isn't always so simple to do on a personal level, maybe on a collective basis, we're working on that. But also there's there's a lot of grief, loss in everything. I'm just looking at the archetype of series that's attached to, not attached, Correct me, please. <laughs> That's conjunct at the same degree, 12 degrees of um, Uranus in that tension square of the nurturing that we're talking about and the higher octave of the moon. In fact, Sarah and I are going to be taking a class with, I'm calling you out, Sarah, sorry, <laughs> with, um, with um, Alan Clay. He does dwarf planets. And we were thinking, oh boy, we're going to get a new take on this archetype because it, gets into in depth how did it work in our life but she is according we i appreciate how um alan says that series is the higher octave of of because a mother series was and and also of loss and nurturing the sun goes through its phases so let's see and also, and, and something I heard um, from one of the conferences, or maybe from one of you, I can't remember the source, but it, they were saying that um, Ceres describes the relationship with the mother. So yes. um, it's uh, perfect. It, so we can cover that more in in more charts that we're looking at. Yes, uh, exactly. So that theme is going to be playing out. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, I see. And so I was, yes, thank you for that, Sarah, because now it, it reminds me, I was talking about the father. So, but in, in the fact is, is in the Iliad, which is because today is Father's Day, at least here in the United States. And there, and I had been thinking of the mother daughter. So here is the father. Okay. Well, the father was, Odyssey in the Iliad, these ancient epics was saying that after the war, that the king of Troy got Achilles, who um, killed his son, to grieve with him. Because he says, what good is it to grieve alone? In other words, he didn't have that relationship there. So it gave me that dynamic. It's that dynamic where 
of I don't know what is it community. There is something that that in in sharing our story, whatever it is, that we can find solace maybe in 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 remembering, or else by as he returned to his own father, going through the stories that re-identified himself with who he was, with his own dad. So there's these two sides of this whole element of the story. So the big picture, as I will send off, is this retracing of our parental roles. Did you guys want to touch on that um, Venus at 22 degrees? Cancer oh, please. Too? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I think, Liz, you, you mentioned that that degree was really significant. Yes, More because when we had um, in January of 2020, um, we had Pluto and Saturn conjunct at 22 degrees of Capricorn. So that's opposition. So that um, Venus is kind of ringing that bell of that conjunction. And that conjunction happens approximately every 33 to 38 years. And the last time was 38 years ago in Libra. Mm. And it's tremendously important. I'm so glad you brought that up. And it is also a, a, a world point, you know, world points are ones that affect their zero degrees cardinal, for instance, that the, the solstice is at. And 22 cardinal is also a world point. It affects the globe. And of course, the cardinals are, are so. Um, I remember Ann Ortley saying that the 22 degrees, um, I think it was Capricorn or was that the cardinal, COVID? cardinal, cardinal? Yeah. Was that the COVID uh, discovery point? Um, it may have been because it yeah, was back I think in January also. Yeah. So I think all those planets were clustered, kind of like what Liz was saying, and that that's kind of when the the origination point was. So maybe this um, has to do maybe. with with finding ways to change our relationship oh, with it. <laughs> excellent. Well, I know it when is. we, I know we talked to about Venus, um, you know, Venus represents our values and finances and um, food, right? And I, yes. when we talked the other day, you know, we had, somebody had stated, you know, look at all the restaurants that are opening now, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and that there's new currencies coming out with the cryptocurrency and all that stuff. So yeah, Venus's resources, because reminding our folks here, uh, our audience rules both Taurus of uh, resources and finances, personal self-reliance, survival, and then the Libra of partnerships. Um, and it's one, mm -hmm. oh, interesting cool. that we have two world points in this summer solstice chart in cancer absolutely let's pull up the by wheel okay go ahead sarah keep talking while I, I wanted to yeah also point out on this chart that um venus is trine neptune while simultaneously being opposed to pluto now this combination has been happening every year um because pluto and neptune are moving so slow and so there could be ways that we are seeking to 
new ways that we may be seeking to nurture ourselves that could kind of have some weird <laughs> weird element of like wow that was not at all what i expected <laughs> so mm. um i I had, so the last time it happened was August 26th of 2020. And um, it perfects actually tomorrow. Uh, so it's been kind of going on it. Um, but, um, but last year around August 26th and then 2000, July 17th, 2019. So if you remember, if there was any new situations, any new friendships, any new um things that you were attempting, you know, contractual type things uh, may not have been um, at all what you expected. So yeah, I had a, a big, I had a big business deal that just went completely sideways based on a person that um, seemed that I seemed to be that I was really glamored with you know, because this is, there's like this, like, wow, this is exactly, this is perfect. This is beneficial. This is exactly what I need. And then like this other element, like yeah. showed itself. <laughs> well, I will so, say that because we don't have much Pluto. time, Sarah, yeah. we, we're really getting down to the half hour here. So I, yeah. I thank you. I will say too, that for myself, I moved then I went on a big trip going, getting all my moving and whatnot. Let's look at this by wheel. Can you see this? Let's do for one minute. Can you see the bywheel? Yes or no? Please yes. Tell yes. Me. Okay. Yep. Thank you. We need bam. All right. So this was half a year ago, and this is now in the inside. And for those folks that can't see, that was December twenty first, twenty twenty, at eight twenty one in Kaluakona. I'm sorry, I didn't change my charts. I'm here in the Big Island. Okay. So in other words, it's interesting to see, also from the standpoint, some of the effects of what it would be, and I think. Um, the, 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 I'm trying to remember what we did think of of this. If one, if nothing else, of course. Um, well, we talked about how Trump was still president. COVID, there was not a vaccine for it yet, right? In the winter, winter actually, 2020. Actually, uh, they did have it, uh, but they hadn't they hadn't worked out how to distribute it yet. We right. didn't know about it. I think that was the thing. The fact is, is that to draw those two points together, the difference is significant that we didn't, you know, just to tie it together. That It may have been there, but nobody knew it was happening. And it was a lot of uncertainty running around. So that was for sure. And I'm trying mm -hmm. to remember where here, um, it's a little bit of a shaggy. And I'm seeing Mars and I'm seeing, well, you know what it is? Mostly, if we look at Gemini, like right now, we know Gemini is so close to the North Node. We have our direction pretty well figured out. Whereas last time, uh, Jupiter was um, at that very early stage of uh, the conjunction, right? It was just renewing yeah. the whole new scenario. Well, it was people, exact. I mean, look at it to the minute. That's well, it incredible. Would, yeah, it yeah. was going to be the next day, actually, the 21st. But so correct. Yes. Okay. Well, I can hear the music in the background. 
and uh, people can look at that chart more for themselves. But this is the Moonbeam team for cancer with Liz Machette and Catherine Metcalf and Sarah Stromley and myself, Sue Rose Minahan. We'll be right back June 20th, the solstice. we take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. Currently, we are in the period of cancer. By leaving a cycle based on connecting mental communication to the external, the energy of cancer involves emotions, which create our personal story through our emotional associations and attachments. As a cardinal water sign that is nurturing, cancer needs to process emotions in one's own internal rhythm of cycles in order to complete an evolution. Talk Cosmos brings you leading-edge astrological conversations with hour-long programs each week on KKNW. The show goes live every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific. Talk Cosmos weekly programs are also available to watch live on Facebook and YouTube, along with daily chats throughout the week on the Talk Cosmos YouTube channel. While you're there, Make sure you click like and subscribe buttons so you can get the full Talk Cosmos experience. Or, if you'd rather listen to the show archives with audio only, the entire podcast collection since 2018 is available on most podcast carriers. So, grab your coffee, tea, or kombucha and enjoy the show. Welcome, stargazers. This is Katie Kadge, evolutionary astrologer at Cara Evolutionary Astrology. And you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, where we understand how to implement our free will through the cosmos. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. Hi, Sue Rose Minahan again. And this is Talk Cosmos with the Moonbeam team for cancer. We've just spoken a lot about the solar eclipse, not solar eclipse. There's so many tremendous energetic events. This is the solstice when the sun stands still at zero degrees, the most northern point on the globe. And then we'll retrace back to the and the importance is you know we our axis is at 23 degrees and a half in fact the axis i guess just changed we have a new ocean as a result which i have not investigated but it's really a talk about emotional times for cancer that's very significant but it, it, it goes 23 degrees and then it flips across and it goes 23 other degrees so it'll it's winter down below it's summer up here <laughs> above the equator and so we were talking about the solstice, about changing our stories, looking at our stories, realigning who we would be, uh, it, or grieving too for what has been, to, in order that, because there is like an, a, a recognition of a commonality. There is Homer put in his stories, some significance of, of, of joining together the validity that yes, we saw it that way. This this was lost. This is gone. This is true. Now what do we do? You know, how are we going to go on forward? And there's some simpatico that way. And on the other hand, if one's lost part of themselves, to to 
if one can retrieve it through the stories of how, who was I, you know, before this horrible event. And, and that's maybe drastic and not to say drastic. It can be on any level of uh, shifting changes because we do change. Life is a change. But the point is, is that we can then see the truth of it and refocus. So let's look at the Capricorn full moon that's happening because of the events that are happening in the sky. Okay, today the sun is still at zero degrees. Jupiter is still as it's going from its two degrees plus of Pisces later tonight to go in its retrograde process until June 28th, July 28th, when it actually will be in back at 28 degrees of Aquarius until the end of the year, just a couple of days before um, New Year's Eve. So this is a time of compassion, Pisces coming back to us, which we need. We need that in order to be kind to ourselves, to retell our stories. But we've also talked about these themes of the parental cancer is mothering, nurturing, uh, as many see it, Saturn is the rules and the uh, structure and authorities that we look upon in the father realm. And in the ancients, what they saw more in the celestial energies, whereas now we personify these people that raised us and born, birthed us to being the total all, which has some questioning that factor. So right now, oh, and I was going to say Mercury is going to go direct in a couple of days. So we'll have one nodal ruler, the south ruler going retrograde and the north ruler going direct. So let's talk about the full moon, which will be on the 24th of this month in June. And on the East Coast, it's going to be at 2.40. Do you want to pull that up? Can you share? Yeah, I can in a moment. Yeah, I will. Yep. So let's, we can talk before we do it. Not everybody can see it. Yeah. Go ahead with any thoughts. Lead on. Well, it's the sun opposing the moon, the sun in Cancer, opposing the moon in Capricorn. So um, again, father, mother. So I feel like there's a push pull there. Um, there could be, um, again, I think it goes back to kind of questioning the structures that we have in our life. Um, and because it's a full moon, it's about release. So it's about maybe releasing old structures or old ways of doing things that maybe aren't working anymore. It is really a recap. You could say that's not a pun included. <laughs> Cap, Capricorn, you know. <laughs> yes, it, it, reframing our story because it is like what structures, Capricorn, what are we releasing? And I have it pulled up. In fact, as we can see, the, um, the personal planets of Venus, our attractions, our values with our motivations of, of, of Mars are applying to an exact conjunction next month so that they're they're in the framework of kind of talking to each other on a wide basis to help us out reframing that i'd say mm-hmm. yeah um the moon and uh, you know the sun moon also in these cardinal signs that 
really wants to push forward. It, it really supports moving ahead. And this is despite the fact that um, it doesn't have a lot of visibility to um, what Saturn is really doing um, because it's kind of out of aspect. Um, and it also plays into the, this whole Saturn Uranus square that we've been kind of covering already. So there is these, so there's these thoughts or considerations on how we've reached our thresholds and how things, you know, the, the system is unsustainable. It, there needs to be more capacity to handle more. And um, so there could be some disruptive type energies with this. However, it's nicely supported by Jupiter with the sextile, that moon, and um, a trine to the sun. So pushing forward, pushing past those um preconceptions and power trips <laughs> the in you know control games that people can play um, is going to help move us forward well i would certainly say that the old and the new it's a new context isn't it the saturn was of uh, representing the the structure that's been and iran is trying to break up the system as you pointed out and that i think really bringing it um, to, to present moment too reminds me of this example of people wanting to stay home you know it's like the old is we haven't yet seen how this is going to play out but people we're opening up what was COVID as we've redefined that story and we want people to uh, um return to work in order but then it's a matter of what about the kids you know at home and discretionary time i think that's another big huge part of this is both saturn and the moon represent time saturn is finite time and the moon is uh is processing time like how can i process i want to process more you know and speaking of time, it's like, do I want to spend an hour and a half to get to my job each way? That's three hours. I could be doing something else if I work at home. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there, it's interesting also how there's all this discussion and legislation that's being presented around the relationship that women have with work because more women were displaced or adversely affected by the COVID and are, are the slowest to return to work. And it could be because of that, the considerations of childcare, um, the cost of childcare, the, um, and the maternity leave considerations also for men that it's interesting that that's kind of also a theme <laughs> that's been playing into new bills and considerations with government. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay, it, it, let's, I'm going to stop sharing that. And um, we have a full moon too, a new moon. Let's go to the new moon. And 
you know, and when I'm, you guys can start talking. <laughs> Please, let's keep it, let's keep it moving. I, I quickly, so, I'm a Gemini. I yeah. need feedback. Yeah. Well, let's keep it the, moving. The new moon for um, Capricorn six months ago was on um, January 13th at 13 degrees Capricorn. And so we can look back six months ago at that new moon to the full moon of what were we thinking? Have we put some of those things into place? Are we making adjustments? Um, maybe the plan It's like, no, I'm just going to put that off for a while. So um, I like to go back and look at the, the yearly where we started the phases. The yeah. reference point is always good, especially when we're talking about timing, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about we have, I really want to drive that home because every month comes up with a new theme. And right now we're in that access of, of, of lunar, which changes. It's a total processing time. Moon is always personal. Cancer is so personal. It's private. It's me. It's my, my timing, my flower that I'm birthing. And Capricorn is like the structure, the, 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 the house that you built that says, this is it. The walls are there. The time is set time's up type thing. And so, yeah, that's definitely what I think you were just presenting again, is looking back on um, how to calculate our life now in measurement to things that may have happened before. So when were those, Liz? Let's, when was that again? Um, January 13th was the Capricorn new moon at 23 degrees of Capricorn. So it's really close to that 22 degree point it it is it's like another belt coming off that really is saying that we've come a long ways opening up and by opening up then readjusting yep that's true and then we are going into the new moon phase now in cancer mm -hmm. yeah cancer opens up um so much in intuition and but there's also some sensitivity um that occurs with cancer, it can, it's more, um, there's so much memory that's awakened and held within our, within water and within our emotional bodies. So, you know, checking in with our reactions and if we're overreacting or um, picking up on actually other people's thoughts and and uh, truths versus our own. And mm -hmm. it, 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 that is important, important again to remind that in this new birthing of this very fertile moment in cancer is also still uh, with a, a trine, well, it's not really a trine, but Jupiter is still in Pisces and Neptune is still in Pisces. So there's all this water emphasis and the, the personal planets and, and Jupiter is our philosophies, our visions and, and Neptune is the greater forces other than ourselves. So that there's a lot of uh, thought about that and philosophies and, and, and again, because it's in retrograde, it's going to be self directed, but the personal planets I'm just noticing are so close to each other. Look at Mars and Venus, 17 and 15 degrees of Leo. So that whole energy 
somehow, even though like in some ways, maybe we're not totally clued into it, but yet the energies that we're feeling are going to be trying to work with how to be that full self of ours as we reflect back into that care and that sensitivity, Who, you know. Yes, because mm -hmm. Venus and Mars are moving closer and closer and closer, and they will be together on um, July 13th at 19 degrees Leo. And so to me, that's renewing and reevaluating um, our sacred union, and it can be with ourself and with other people. It's the masculine, the feminine, you know, it's, so it's like kind of cool that right shortly after this new moon that that's also taking place yeah and that's a cycle every two years to remember folks that and in fact planet buzz will be talking particularly about that i think it's on the 18th of july so people can clue into that particular talk to learn how that panel is going to really interrogate <laughs> those <laughs> those ideas <laughs> exactly I think that's about. really really exciting and um i think it actually can give us a little goal you know towards um taking the time to think about what it is that we need for nurturing ourselves what is it that makes us feel secure what is it that makes us feel loved and part of a family unit i think with with cancer energy. Um, and then, yeah, we can use that July 13th date that Liz pointed out, you know, when Venus and Mars come together, it's, it's propelling our values into motion. So, yeah. And it, mm -hmm, go ahead. I was going to say though, there's a lot of steam activity here fire and water and air there's not a lot of earth i think that's something we talked about because as we know we're transiting into this air uh 200 year emphasis where we're shifting how we operate from a, a of course you have to be grounded i'm not saying anything negative please about grounding or any earth sign for that matter or if one is all earth but all of us are remobilizing and this is, in a sense, one of the indications of a lot of steam factor, you could say. Sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, I wanted to point out also that that Venus and Mars that week of 4th of July um, is making a nice, is making a T-square to that Saturn and Uranus. So, and I always think of um, that Leo energy is kind of like the rebellious teenager. <laughs> and, you know, and, mm -hmm. and both uh, Uranus and Saturn are, are taking on issues of authority. Like, who's the boss here? Do I recognize your authority? And um, how, how we've been, you know, it could bring up considerations, especially with the all that cancer energy tied into this as well like where where have we been abused by authority in our lives um and where where are we not stepping into our authority and where where we've abused others with our authority so it's i'd really like to emphasize the considerations of you know not taking things personally <laughs> and i think this energy used you know, because there can be some pride and, um, you know, wounded 
ego type stuff that could potentially come up with this or just mem remembering or revisiting certain things. But um, well, with if I may say hmm. that it's with cancer, because we are during this archetypal period, that's how I measure time when the sun is in its sign, because it's reflecting the light through that prism to everything. It, cancer is a, a moment of personalization and, and, and processing. So yes, those are good words to remind us that yes, it's personal, but not personal because I may add the external component, the other person, it can be their story. They're just yeah. using whatever it is in, in, in connection with ourself. And that's where I think this whole business, I'm going to stop the sharing right now so we can get down to ourselves, um, where we can remember in this alliance of the, the whole spectrum of this, using all the water and using the air and the fire and, and the, re, the planets that are retrograde to, to look at those stories of what we've, where we've been, because everything has changed and is changing continually. We're in this mutable time and we've had the COVID. We could go on and on with all why the aspects, the noble system is mutable. And so it's important to know how we're going to realign because the external could have manipulated or we could have misunderstood I mean, there's a very personal and then there's a cultural, too, because these are cultural planets we're talking about. So it's not just us. We're part of a whole cell operation of a larger story. And so uh, I think that's really aligned. Yeah, I think this really I mean, if it's used in, the, in a positive form, it's it really can emphasize outside the box creativity in creating solutions that are going to help us restructure what we need to in our lives by changing us inside yes yeah. because it, but, but because if we otherwise the world reflects what we are and what we don't see and so it's it's really important next week i want to add this before we end we have several minutes now so we're okay but we have special we have once a a couple times or once a month guests that are not part of a panel. And so next month there'll be a group of three joining. One is Samuel F. Reynolds and Dr. Stormy Grace and Dr. Laura Tad. And we're going to be talking about mental integrity. It has a lot to align with some of the aspects and where it all goes. And now I think when we came up, when I came up somewhat with this idea it was before some of the June, 9, June 19th and all the elements. But really looking at the whole United States as we're going forward with a Pluto uh, return, which we know is one of the steamrollers. It's very slowly like the iceberg, you know, ice glacier changing everything. Uh, our stories of the United States is changing and the stories of our, each of us will change, therefore. So it'll be exciting. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought there was, um, did Catherine have a Sabian symbol that she wanted oh, to share yes. for this? Thank you. Yeah. So the Sabian symbol for the new moon in Cancer is uh, the Union Jack flag flies from a new British warship. 
So, and that actually speaks to the need for protection, which is very cancer, right? Mm -hmm. And control from those who may invade or attack. So um, it can be a show of strength. Well, I think, didn't we all agree? It really demonstrates our, our still that consciousness of where's our new securities, right? Mm -hmm. Collectively, yeah. on a collective basis. Yeah. yeah. And what was the one for the new moon? One that was, the, that that was the new moon. Yeah. The one for oh, the, oh, um, the full moon, moon this week. Sorry. <laughs> the full moon for this week is um, a group of people entering a canoe for a journey by water, which is... You know, with Capricorn energy, we need to know how to paddle, right? Once we get into the canoe. <laughs> so we need the rules about that. So we're not whapping each other upside the head. <laughs> and, uh, but we need to work in unison with each other, you know, yeah. so that we can get to where we want to go. Good point. So, yeah. yeah. Which is the cancer energy. Row, row, row your boat <laughs> down the stream. <laughs> we or you'll, tip it, or you'll huh? tip it over and you'll all be swimming in the water. Gosh, right. I remember going down to Belize and Guatemala back in 2012. And there there was a, a tour and we all were on these inner tubes floating down the river. It was very programmed, but it was very nice. It was a good well, way to go. Funny, yeah, yeah, it's funny that they're both water oriented too, right? Isn't it? Yeah. But wow. it is the cancer solstice world point moment of the directions. It's really how are we moving forward? We're moving forward now in a cardinal action way, but in an emotional way. So we're going to draw in our emotions. We're going to draw in our stories. We're going to realign ourselves. We're going to reframe and muddle through. No, and keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and, beef up our, and beef up our cybersecurity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And oh, the yeah. symbol for the solstice, right, for that zero degrees cancer, which is actually one degree because you bump it up, um, is on a ship, the sailors, again, water, um, lowers an old flag and then they raise a new one. Wow, that says it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. news. Well, you know, this is the Cancer Moonbeam team, and we come back every month and go and subscribe to Top Cosmos channel, YouTube channel. You can find that. We're programmed through. KKNWs, which we are wonderfully aired through and we love our station. And I also have Top Cosmos YouTube uh, channel. And there you will immediately connect with this. If And therefore, you can choose, oh, I want the Moonbeam team or, oh, I want Planet Buzz or whatever. And it would be wonderful to connect with all of you. We are so grateful to have an audience and look forward to hearing more from you. So I have... Sarah Stromley from Redmond, astrologer therapist, and I have Catherine Metcalf, professional astrologer, East Moline, right outside of Chicago, Illinois, and Liz Mouchette from Camino Island, astrologer extraordinaire. Okay. Thank you for joining us on Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests connect soul growth patterns with the energetic cycles of astrology. 
Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time to continue your journey through the roots of the cosmic pathway.